Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hey everyone, I'm Sharona Drake Henderson, your guest host this week. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Tuesday. If you listened yesterday, you know that this week is all about restorative parenting and how understanding our past can help us raise our children in a more caring way than we were raised. Now, we've all heard the phrase, hurt people hurt people. This idea that when we feel bad, we want others to feel bad too, and it's a messy ripple effect. But I like to focus on a more productive saying, healed people heal people, and how working through our own personal trauma can create peace and joy, not only for us, but for our kids. So let's talk about healing, why we should make it a priority, especially as caregivers, and how to begin the healing process today. I was dealing with my kid recently and I just felt like, man, this child is off the chain right now. He's bouncing off the walls, he's not listening, he's doing this, all the things, everything was getting on my nerves. And that's not something I always feel all the time. I found myself having to walk out the room and taking more timeouts personally (laughs) than I would typically have to. And I was going to my therapist, as I feel like we all should. She said, you know, I think you need to see a sleep doctor. I think you're not resting. I realized that I still had some fears from when my child was sick. And sometimes I don't go to sleep or rest or allow my mind to because I'm worried about what he's doing. I would worry about the next day with work. And I was like, well, what if I sleep too hard? And she says, well, what's happening with you not sleeping enough? I was like, wow. Okay, yeah, you're right. And I started getting sleep and my parenting changed. Some of us need to heal the things that keep us from sleeping at night. And from those healed spaces, from a happier space, when I'm less tired, I could play more. I show up 
with my child and in every space with a little more joy. And so I've started to ask myself this question when parenting. And I think that it would be helpful for you all listening to. If I was at the happiest space in my life right now in this moment, how would I respond to what's going on with my child and the people around me? And if the thing that my kid is doing wouldn't be annoying if I was at the happiest space in my life, then maybe they're not the issue at all. I need to adjust my attitude. And so what I do is I respond or I try to respond (laughs) as the happiest version of myself. And then I could take that time away to deal with the thing that was keeping me from showing up as that happy version of myself. And that might be therapy, that might be sleep, that might be a self-care, that might be hanging out with friends, that might be doing something fun with my kid because maybe all I've been doing the past few weeks are the duties and not experiencing the delight. I think it's very powerful and very necessary for us to lean into what we want to see in the world and not just what we're not seeing. And so when we focus on hurt, hurt people hurt people, then that's not necessarily for me the most positive way to approach life. It doesn't give me a call to action that helps me to show up in the world as my best self. So if I'm saying healed people, healed people, then the focus is on healing. The focus is on hope. The focus is on the good and the light in the room. And if we focus on healing, then it becomes an exciting game for our brains to say, ooh, there's another place that we can dig into that will help everyone around me. And we can identify our strengths. I asked my father a few years ago, give me one strength that I have and one of my weaknesses, just one. And he said, you know, Sharona, your biggest strength is that you never quit. I said, oh, okay, that sounds nice. I said, so what's my biggest weakness? He said, your biggest weakness is that you don't know when to quit. And what he showed me was that usually the inverse side of our strength is also our weakness. If you are great at delegating and leading and asserting yourself and all that, then the flip side of that is that you probably can be abrasive. You probably could be on your worst days a micromanager. But if you get rid of one, you get rid of the other. And so as we talk about healing, it's about leaning into your strengths. And in the areas where I, you know, maybe I'm still hurting, I can staff for that. I could build a community. I could say, well, who's great in this area? Well, you know what? Your auntie's really good at this. Your uncle's really good. Can you please go in there and deal with this? Because you know I'm not great at that. And it's okay. And in turn, our children learn that you don't have to be perfect because they also see the value when it shows up as a strength. That's all for now. And stay tuned for tomorrow because I'll be back to share why having kids doesn't have to keep you from going after your dreams. Until then, take care. Take care.